0: Today's top secret tip is make sure that you are interviewing at least some of your clients to find any pain points that they may have had with you during your process. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. This is the Top Secret Wedding Podcast, where we share top secret tips to help you take your wedding game to the next level.
1: I'm Annika, and I'm a wedding coordinator, enthusiast, and venue manager for one of the best venues in Idaho.
0: I'm Chris, and I'm a DJ, master of ceremonies, and all-around lover of weddings.
1: We're on a mission to improve weddings and wedding professionals everywhere.
0: So today...
1: I know you're so excited for today's episode.
0: So today we're talking about pet peeves. And uh, partially this is just an episode to complain about vendors. But really the, the goal for me is to find ways that we can improve these things Uh, So that we can all work better together and create a better product. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Any thoughts?
1: Nope. I think that's great. Let's go. Let's go.
0: So in general, these are, you know, as I thought through the different vendors that I work with, these are consistent. Um, There's some general pet peeves that I have with any vendor that's, that's a problem. One is just not being a team player, not wanting to
1: work with other people. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think so much of what we do in this industry, it's working as a team, bringing this event to life. Yet, if someone's not willing to be a team member, that instantly gets on my nerves.
0: Yeah. It's like for teachers, it's that one student that they hope is always absent, right? Yeah. Like they just don't, mm-hmm. it just brings everybody else down. So that's number one. Uh, number two is being disagreeable. Yeah. Uh, Some people that you work with, they just... I mean, that borders on not being a team player, but they just
1: But like it's different because if you're disagreeable, it's like no matter what, they're going to disagree with you. You know, they're just. No, I don't know. No,
0: I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I get it. Whoa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even it kind of plays into not being a team player, but there's just whatever your solution is. It's never good enough for them.
0: Yeah, it's really annoying, too. Yeah. Um, And then also just not communicating. You know, mm-hmm. if there's one person that has you know the secret to whatever's happening next, and they don't communicate that, yeah, it's a problem. Oh, agreed. And that happens across the board. So. Across
1: the board. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, so let's let's start with uh, let's start with videographers, actually.
1: Okay, let's start with video.
0: I, I I like videographers. Yeah. Um, and normally this is not a problem with videographers per se. Uh, this is about people talking about videographers. Mm-hmm. Videoographers.
1: Oh yes,
0: videoographers. Videoographers. Where does the extra O come? I don't I understand. Know. Yeah, because when you look at the spelling of it, it's spelled. It's like the same as photographers, uh-huh. but we don't say photoographers.
1: Yeah, just photographers.
0: Oh, it's so annoying. Um. So yeah, say it correctly. And if you don't, mm-hmm. if you forget how to say it correctly, you can say cinematographers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Just don't say videographers. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also with videographers, lights that are just so bright, they kill the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, obviously lighting is really important and some fill light is really important. But uh, if it's too bright, then it takes people out of the moment and it kills the mood, especially during dancing. Uh,
1: yeah. No, I, I agree.
0: Yeah. Annoying. So videographers, please stop that. Please stop that. All right. <laughs> Next.
1: You want to talk about photographers?
0: Let's let's talk about photographers. Photographers. <laughs> photographers. Jeez. Uh,
1: yeah. So let's talk about photographers a little bit.
0: Okay. So investment, when they put investment, have you ever looked at photographers' websites?
1: And, and they, they have investment. Investment? Yeah.
0: Um, and I had to figure out why this bothered me. I had to really think about why it bothers me that they put investment and not pricing. Mm-hmm. So part of it is clients are just looking for pricing. That's yeah. what they're looking for. They're looking for pricing. And when you put investment, I I get the psychology behind it. The idea is that you want your clients to think about it as an investment. Yeah. And as somebody who works with a lot of photographers and works with a lot of couples, I think it is an investment.
1: I think it totally is. Yeah.
0: If you're gonna get what you pay for, if you pay for a really good photographer, you're gonna have pictures that last you a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's that's an investment. However, for clients, I think that it feels disingenuous and it feels right. like. I'm trying to get you to pay more by calling it something different. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. Well, and I feel like, you know, just in my perspective of it, when I see investment, it almost feels a little, it just doesn't feel as transparent. Like, I just want, okay, you know, you're a couple, you're looking for pricing, you're going to look for the word pricing. If there's investment, you're making them search a little bit more and it just doesn't feel as transparent.
0: Yep, 100%. And I think it's okay, and in fact, I think it's good in your your sales process to talk about it as an investment, agreed. Yeah, but yeah, just that wording on the the website, mm-hmm. um, undercharging or overcharging as a photographer, and I think that really goes for any anybody. Yeah, um, just make sure that your price point is right, and we could probably do an episode on that and how to. We should, price point.
1: yeah, so, we should do that.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen this one. Do you know what I'm talking about? Negative talking about. comments yeah. on social media. I've uh,
1: totally comments. seen it. Yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on that?
1: I just, it it drives me nuts, honestly, because we've talked about this a little bit in other episodes, but like, you never know who people know or what you're saying that someone's going to understand, even if you think you're being so discreet. Like, I don't know. And it just makes you just not look as genuine. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm not about it.
0: Yeah. So in my mind, so for example, this would be like a photographer putting on their Instagram stories, uh, like when you send, um, when the clients ask you for all of the photos not just the edited ones, and then they have some like weird sound that says like, you're such an idiot or I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it, it, it feels weird to talk about your clients so openly in such I a agree. negative light.
1: Agreed. Well, and I feel like where I see this as well is, you know, I know a lot of photographers who have their um, business page, but then they have their personal page. Oh, and yeah. so they won't do it necessarily on their business, but they'll do it on their personal. And the thing is, is even your personal, even if it's private, like it's still out there People in the world. People stalk you. People stalk you. I mean... You know, there, there's, I guarantee you, there are couples out there who look at your business and then they find your personal. Yeah. And so it's not like a hidden, I don't know. It's just, again, it just feels icky to me.
0: Yeah. All, okay. I did try and view this from a different perspective though. And maybe this is something that I could learn from mm-hmm. in setting a boundary and saying, this is where my boundary is as a business. Yeah. So you are not going to get the unedited bit photos. Totally. So maybe there's some value there. I don't know if that's what they're trying to do maybe it is mm-hmm. um but sometimes it just feels like they're complaining about clients feels feels icky
1: it feels icky yeah, yeah. there there's a totally a difference between setting a boundary and just complaining yeah so
0: yeah okay right. um so this one uh, maybe this is specific to djs i don't know um but djs have such a pet peeve with photographers when they when djs set up their their they make their setup look really clean they tape down all their cables and like they make sure that everything, like in if we are in the back of photos, everything is like perfect. Yeah. And then a photographer comes and puts all the crap in front of it. Yeah. It just yeah. makes it look like not very good. Um. Yeah. I obviously you need some place to put it, and good DJs will usually say, "Oh, I have a place for you to put your stuff right over here." Yeah. Um. But just be cognizant, and I realize that DJs are not going to be in all the photos. We try not to be in all the photos, but we want. A guest at a wedding is not going to know whether that bag in front of the speaker is the DJ's or the photographers.
1: No, exactly. So I I always mention being a venue, like it doesn't matter whose it is, guests just assume it's the venue, Yeah. you know? And so it's the exact same thing. Guests aren't going to know, is this bag the photographers or the DJs? If it's by the DJ stuff, they're going to be like, wow, that's a messy DJ. Like they're not going to think, oh, maybe it's a photographer or someone else. Like just not how people think. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, okay. Traveling, traveling photographers. So let me try and explain. Yeah. I
1: was going to say, I don't, I don't know what you're going tour.
0: Every hear. once in a while, I'll find a photographer that the way that they phrase it on their website or socials is, um, I I work in Idaho and Utah and I would love to travel. And it just mm-hmm. feels like can you please pay for my vacation to the yeah. Bahamas? Yeah, um, I think it's good to advertise yourself as a traveling photographer because I think that's a skill set, yeah, um, but just be cognizant of how you're wording it on your website to make it not feel so like
1: yeah, there uh so there's I cannot remember who it was off the top of my head, but there's a photographer that I follow, and I really liked how she phrased her traveling i I mean, even right now, like, oh, it was different. Yeah. And she had lists of specific places and it was like looking to add to my portfolio, which just comes across different than like, interesting. I'd yeah. love to travel for you. Take me anywhere. I'm willing to go wherever. Yeah. It just was like, oh, are, do you have something set in Ireland yeah. looking to add to my portfolio? Something like that. It just comes across not as like, take me on this yeah. trip. But like, oh, if you already have this in your, the books, let me know. I'll give you a discount. Yeah. And I want to get that in my portfolio.
0: Yeah. That's so, much better. Yeah. It's much better. It doesn't feel so needy.
1: doesn't feel so needy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So
0: We're trying to help you make more money and hopefully in, <laughs> in more places. Uh, let's talk about DJs. Ugh, They're the worst. They are the worst. Uh, sometimes they are the worst.
1: Sometimes they are, though.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. I totally agree. Um, I'm going to let you start this one off. <laughs> Do you have any any that okay yeah
1: right right off the top it drives me nuts when a dj (sighs) looks to us for their job so explain okay so literally like and maybe i'm just in my own head here but we will have djs come on the day of events and they're like where's where's my tent where's my pop-up tent and i'm really oh all the time wow and in my mind that's that's your setup like I, that's not my setup, Agreed. that's your setup. Yeah. So when they're looking for us to fulfill their job, um, I've had DJs come up to me and they're like, hey, like, do you know what song they're walking down the aisle to? Oh, and I'm like, yeah. "Now let me go find out for you.
0: Like that but job like, won. Yeah. yeah. No, but
1: like literally everything, you know, I just can't stand when they are just ill prepared mm-hmm. and then they look for us to fix the issue. And like, hey, what's the first dance? What's the aisle song? What's like, what are you here for, the, Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's that's one of my
0: huge pet peeves. Well, and in my mind, that's like money that you're leaving on the table as a DJ. Yeah, ask yeah. the question and receive the check. Like
1: exactly, it's,
0: it's not a difficult exactly. question to ask.
1: Wow, you know, and it it's totally different if it's like, hey, will you confirm this? But even if if they're paying you to be the DJ, you should have that relationship with the bride. It. Right. Shouldn't be me doing your job. Agreed. So, <laughs>
0: totally agree. Um oh, yeah, that is bad. Um <laughs> obnoxious DJs that yeah, annoys me. Just annoys I mean me people too. that are talking on the microphone way too much, they're trying to be funny and they're not funny. Uh, mm-hmm. just not n- like read the room kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I will say too this could probably go for any vendor. I've experienced this more with DJs, but just how you present yourself like you and your company you present yourselves very well but i've had djs like show up in a t-shirt and shorts and it's just like how are you presenting yourself yes. at this event um same with like in my opinion if you're working you shouldn't be smoking while you're dj or <laughs> drinking or right. just again and it could go for anybody but i've experienced more so with djs because i feel like there's this false thought that when you're a dj it's like, oh well, I'm here to party, right? And it's more than that, That's you know. Part of it, but it's part of it, yeah. But there's more than just that.
0: Okay, so. I I agree. And can I add one to the yes. general? Not being dressed appropriately. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, whether it's photographers, and I know for some photographers, their their excuse or the reason is, well, I'm not going to be in the photos, but you're still in.
1: But you're still in the, in the day. Area. Yeah. Again, you're like, you know, you've talked about setting the scene. You're still in that scene for yeah. the day. So.
0: Yeah. So just dress appropriately. It doesn't mean you have to wear like dress or a tux, but like at least wear like all black or yeah. something appropriate. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Um, it's a pet peeve of mine when DJs display their signage at a wedding. Yeah. When they have like their company logo all over. Like. On the back of a laptop, you know, something for a little bit yeah, of branding, that's yeah. fine, but I feel on like- On the
1: side of your glasses.
0: On the side of your glasses. Okay, here's a cool tip, guys. If, <laughs> so I order from, uh, shoot, I can't remember the name of the company now, but um, Zenny, And it cost me, I think, literally like $4 to put my name wow. on the side of my glasses. Yep, and I get comments so about it all the time. Maybe it's like, that's stupid, but I still get comments about it. So- um, but yeah, having a big sign at somebody else's wedding, I feel like yeah. it's, it's their wedding. It's not your advertising space. Agreed. If you're at a, a bridal show, that's a different story. But totally, at a wedding. Totally. In my mind, my advertising at a wedding is my performance. Yeah. If I do a good job, people are going to seek me out. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like I billboards are always funny to me, too. Because yeah. how often are people like driving by a billboard and they're like, wait, slow down, I gotta get the phone number. Like it just doesn't Yeah,
1: happen. agreed. Agreed.
0: Same with wedding. Okay. Uh, and also DJs that put out a tip jar. Just like if you're not yeah. at a bar, don't put Well, out a tip and I
1: jar. just I've I found this so much where I get the concept of tipping, but when you put out a tip jar, it makes your guests think you you are not getting paid. Oh, that's true you know um so that's the thing and it just again it shifts the focus of the day it's suddenly off bride and groom and it's more about like oh well i'm enjoying this so i got a tip like if someone really wants to tip you and you don't have a jar out they're gonna tip you yep but it just feels like asking for a handout in my opinion
0: yeah agreed agreed i I dislike it immensely Mm -hmm. uh okay so um hopefully with all of these the uh the opposites are apparent.
1: Yeah, yeah, so we're definitely not it just it trying to the so, right. nag okay. the whole time. So, um,
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk about officiants. Yeah, officiants. <laughs> so, uh, it in in my mind, there's there's three different types of officiants. There are officiants that um, this is their first time they've ever done it, mm-hmm. and they're like the brother of the groom, right? Yeah. Uh, there are people that have done it a few times and are pretty good at it. And then there are professional yeah, officiants agreed. Um, if I'm being honest, my least favorite are professional officiants.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: it just feels most of the time very impersonal.
1: That's true. It does. It doesn't feel genuine, yeah. and it feels very like, oh, I'm here to get paid, and I'm out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, there, I could see that. There have been a few that they don't treat it that way, and it's
1: yeah. There are a few I love, but I I can see where you're coming from for sure.
0: So. Um, this is mostly for I mean it could be for all of them but when they're long-winded or very preachy
1: mm-hmm.
0: um it, yeah
1: people have a short attention span maybe.
0: they do most ceremonies I've got a number of how long it is okay. how long would you say most ceremonies are or should be mm-hmm. 10
1: minutes
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I say my number is about twelve minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah. I All like twelve. Yeah. Twelve
0: minutes. Twelve minutes. Um, it's so funny because a lot of couples will say, So we'll have a short ceremony, like thirty minutes, i are like, whoa, that's really that's
1: long. long. Yeah. So
0: yeah, like twelve minutes in, out, and you can still have some really special moments in yeah, twelve minutes. I agree. So yeah, when officiants are long winded or preachy, it just it stops being about the couple and starts being yeah, about the officiant.
1: I agree. Um out of curiosity, what's the longest ceremony you've seen?
0: I mean, a Catholic ceremony, but that's for a different reason, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there was one ceremony I don't remember how long it was, but I remember the officiant, he would say something about he would he would read a scripture and say something about it, and he'd get to the end of the thought and you're like, "Okay, sweet, now they're going to get married." And then he would say <laughs> And another thought that I had, and he would keep doing that, and he probably did that five or six times, and the ceremony was probably close to 25, 30 minutes. And the other thing was, it was in the middle of summer, Uh it was super hot, and all the guests were like turning different shades because they'd been sitting there so long. So I don't know, what about you?
1: Um, there's one. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I think the ceremony itself lasted closer to 45 minutes, oh an hour total. Goodness. And it honestly was a really cool experience. It was very spiritual and like, they, they did a lot of really unique things that we can talk about some other time. Yeah. But,
0: let's make, let's do yeah. an episode on,
1: but I will say that. similar to yours midsummer, like I was kneeling to get a picture because I was like, Oh, it'll be like, Five minutes, you know. And the next thing I know, I'm like, okay, it's not for <laughs> five minutes. Um, but yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. So, but I do, I do think like twelve minutes is the sweet spot. Yeah, for sure. That's
0: right. They're 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um another one for officiants, another pet peeve is when they forget to invite people to sit.
1: Yeah. And That's
0: usually in, you know, the first category. People this uh-huh. is their first time. So
1: Yeah. I I feel like one of my pet peeves with officiants is when you can tell they haven't practiced.
0: Yes. Like
1: I, I know people get up there, especially in that first category. They're nervous. They're like, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, but like if they haven't practiced, you can tell, okay. and it just shifts the mood. Yep. So
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. Um,
1: I think one other thing too is not giving a moment to take in the moment. Explain. Well, I just I've noticed such a big difference with ceremonies when you allow there to be a moment for bride and groom to take everything in you know allow the guests to like take some photos really quick especially if they're wanting to not have phones during the ceremony like hey here's a minute take any photos bride and groom look out take take in this moment yeah it's just it changes the mood instead of like oh okay we're here let's just do it
0: like in out yeah yeah because i think i think you can have a ceremony that's too short too i agree yeah
1: yep yeah yep
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um let's talk about venues. Let's talk about venues, man. Uh so most venues that I work at, they're they're pretty good. Um you probably don't ever see other venues, huh?
1: Nope, not really. I mean, there's been a couple of times I've helped with other weddings. So sure. I've, I've seen a couple of things, but I I stick at La Belle.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I think, you know, most of the things that I see at venues fall under the general categories of not being a team player, not communicating, not just generally being disagreeable. Um, But the other things that I see are unreasonable restrictions. Uh, And I'm not talking about like noise restrictions or anything like that, because that's Mm -hmm. common everywhere. Um, Although there are some venues that over the past few years, they've started to uh, put in noise restrictions and they put in decibel meters. And they say you can't go above eighty five decibels. And if you look up eighty five decibels, it's not loud at all. Really? It's really, really quiet.
1: We tried to put in a decibel.
0: Yeah, decibel. Decibel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but with us being outside, there's just too many factors. You can't get one. Yeah, because it just depends on the wind and and where do you measure from, and yeah. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm not so much talking about that. That is annoying, but. Right. That's yeah. a whole different issue. Uh, it's set up and teardown time. I think I've mentioned it one time before. Yeah. I had a venue that would not let me set up until 30 minutes before everything yeah. started. Oh, that was tricky. Yeah. Um. And then also just difficulty loading in and out when mm-hmm. it's not set up. And I got to say, LaBelle Lake, <laughs> the first year, was terrible loading in. It was awful. But For then sure. they quickly, quickly remedied fixed that. It. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Um, I will say I haven't again I haven't been to too many venues yeah. but in my experience going to other venues I it's a pet peeve when they don't have someone present so like the example I have is I was helping with my sister's wedding yeah. and it was at a different venue mm-hmm. and there was something going on with the power or something and I for the life of me could not find someone from the venue and so that was annoying and frustrating because it was like, okay, this is going wrong. They know this place better than I do. Where are they? And then they were just like in the back room on YouTube or something. And it was like, yeah. you know, and so like at LaBelle, we really try to be present and people know they can find us. Um, but yeah. that's that's an irritation of mine.
0: I'll say though, that's one of the things I really love about LaBelle Lake is your presence there. Um, there are some venues that kind of their their whole sales thing is you get the space for however long you need it yeah. and we'll make sure that it's open and closed and we'll make sure that it's set up and we'll mm-hmm. clean up afterwards but we're not there the entire time and for some venues that is nice because yeah you just don't want them bothering you but um mm-hmm. yeah especially for weddings that can be tricky if, if something goes wrong
1: yeah well that's the thing because you know of course you don't want anything to go wrong but what if something goes wrong you yeah. know and I mean, even there's another venue I was at where it came to cleanup, and primarily, I mean, who's who's typically the most in touch with the venue leading up to it? It's bride and groom. Right. Well, with cleanup, they're bride and they're gone. Yeah. And so, like, there's been times I've been there to help a friend, and I'm cleaning up, and I'm like, okay, so well, what do we need to do? And yeah. you have no idea because you weren't in any of those conversations. It was bride and groom, and they're gone now. It's a good point. So, a good point.
0: I like it. Um, Well, I don't like it, but. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's talk about planners or coordinators. Uh, I mean, again, the general category of not communicating or being Mm -hmm. disagreeable, but also just not allowing professionals to do their jobs.
1: Yeah.
0: most, Most planners are okay, but every once in a while we come across a coordinator that um, they just want to micromanage the job that everybody's doing, and it allow it doesn't it kind of defeats the purpose of hiring good people,
1: yeah, I agree. um the one thought I have I'm gonna try to say this as nicely as possible, okay, but I feel like with planners and coordinators, there could be more humbleness in that field, sure. If that makes sense.
0: I agree. I would, I would extend that to DJs as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that for DJs too. But yeah, I just, I think, you know, everyone's human. Humbleness is good. Yeah. So.
0: We're all on the same team. We're
1: all on the same team. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. So. Let's leave it at that.
1: Let's leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. To be clear, there are some planners and coordinators that are really awesome. But just every one smile. These are the
1: yeah, exceptions yeah. to the rule, not the rule. Agreed.
0: Agreed. Okay. Uh, let's talk about florists. I'm going to let you talk about florists. Yeah. I never deal with them. <laughs> They're gone before i I'm I deal
1: with them. So, <laughs> um, Yeah. So with florists, um, again, we've kind of talked about this with general, but a lack of communication, specifically with florists, when it comes to dropping things off, There's, I've noticed a lack of communication of like, okay... My job's just to drop and go. Yeah. So they just drop off all the flowers, but then next thing I know, it's like, oh well, we're missing a boutonniere, or we're missing rose petals, or there's there's just that lack of communication. Yep. So it'd be good to check in with someone and say, this is everything. Is everything here? Like, you know, not just a drop and go. Um. Also leaving a mess. You know, I can see that. I've noticed it a lot, especially with arches. They they do a beautiful job decorating the arch, but as you're going, it just starts to make a mess. Yeah. And maybe I just notice it because I'm an outdoor venue and they're like, oh, it's outside, it's whatever. Right. But I mean, it's pretty obvious if you've got like random floral stuff all at the bottom of the arch, it doesn't blend into the grass. So then we end up cleaning it up. Yeah. But
0: that would be, that's a good pet peeve. Yeah. That's a good one. Leaving so- a mess, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh okay, couples. So this one for me, it's when, when they don't participate in their own celebration. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I, I want to blame the couples on this. Sometimes it is the couples' fault. Um, but sometimes it's because there was a an event planned that didn't fit what they really wanted. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for example, uh uh, I can think of a couple of, of weddings that I've done where in my mind, I was going into it thinking as the DJ, mm-hmm. party time, when the couple didn't dance, they 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 weren't dancers. Really, what they wanted to do is sit around a campfire and get drunk. Yeah. Which that's their celebration. That's what they really wanted. Yeah. And so I fault myself for that. Um, but there are some times where couples, they just completely disappear. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just, it seems like a waste to me. Agreed. Uh, What about families or wedding party?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, a big one for me is when a family member or any guest is trying to steal the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I even had one incident where there was a guest planning on stealing the spotlight. Really? Yeah. And it was, I don't remember how it all unfolded, but it, it didn't get to the bride, but it was like this guest told someone who then told me, who is like, you need to be aware of this, and I don't think she would want this to happen, and yada, yada, yada. Um, but that that's a pet peeve, for sure. sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, have I told you about the the band at a wedding that I did? No. Okay, so I'll try and make this quick. So I had um, a very, very well-meaning uh, groomsman who was a good singer, and the bride had always wanted him to sing at her wedding. She had said that okay. many times to him uh-huh. throughout their relationship. And so this groomsman got in touch with me and he said, hey, um, I want to sing. Do you know of like a guitarist or or anything? I'm like, yeah, I, I can hook you up. Um, and then I, I hooked him up and then he said, well, what about a band? I said, OK, well, maybe I guess we could do that. But I need to check with the groom to make sure that yeah. I think it's OK. Yeah. Uh, and so I did. The groom said, yeah, I think I think that she would like that. And so we had this whole thing set up as a surprise that the band would come in and they would sing like a short set. The groomsmen would sing a, sing a few of these songs. Um, and so, of course, my first thought was, well, is he any good? But he yeah. turned out to be yeah. very good. Um, and it turns out, so they did a good job. But then after the wedding, I was talking to my friend that was the leader of the band and he's. I was asking him about something and he said, So uh when are we gonna ruin another wedding? I'm like, What do you mean? And he's like, Oh, you haven't heard. The bride was mad. Really? She was mad. She asked the groomsman, Why did you upstage me at my wedding? Oh. So wow. that was a valuable lesson to learn.
1: That yeah, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. So he wasn't trying to upstage her. He was trying right. to give her something nice. But yeah. in hindsight, he made a big production of it. So
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sad. But he
0: was a good singer. So that's sad. Um also when they have bad or unprepared speeches
1: yeah yeah
0: not that hard to prepare something I mean,
1: prepare something practice it a little bit practice your delivery yep and yeah
0: yeah agreed okay uh and also let's talk about guests
1: okay yeah
0: when guests don't pay attention
1: I agree I agree oh,
0: man um yeah I don't I don't think I'm gonna share a story about it but when guests don't pay attention like why are you there you're mm-hmm. you're there for because this couple wanted you to be part of these special moments they exactly. didn't have to invite you
1: yeah no I agree I I feel like you know nowadays weddings are such a they have such a like chill feel about them yeah that that's a pet peeve of itself for me sure but you know people are just like oh yeah I'm gonna just show up to this wedding and like the they want you there for a reason. Like it's, mm-hmm. it you shouldn't just be expected to get that invite and then go for the free food and not pay attention. Like they want you in that moment.
0: Totally. So, no. um. Also, you were talking about kids earlier. I was. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, another pet peeve of mine with guests is when they bring kids to the wedding, and that that's fine, you know. Cool. But when they don't pay attention to their kids, you know. Um. My example is LaBelle Lake. We have ducks and the kids love the ducks. They're great. But it gets hard and it's a pet peeve of mine when, you know, the parents are off enjoying the night and they're not paying attention to their kids. And then suddenly we turn into the babysitters and they're attacking the ducks. And you're like, OK, where where are your parents? Like, you know, it's if you're going to bring kids, I think you either need to watch them or leave them with a babysitter. But
0: I 100 percent agree. Yeah. Yep. So,
1: well, and with that too, you know, it comes to what the bride and groom want. Some brides and grooms they want children at the wedding, and that's great. But some events they're not children friendly; they don't want them there. So, I think also with couples, they need to be clear on their expectation.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, not to just keep railing on guests, but another pet peeve of mine with guests. They love
0: it. Our guests (laughs) love it. Our our listeners love it. it.
1: But when you don't come dressed accordingly, again, the couples need to be clear on what that expectation is. But I kid you not, again, with how weddings are perceived nowadays, I feel like there's such a casualty to them, Mm -hmm. which I hate. And I get people coming to weddings in like board shorts and flip-flops. And I'm just like, What? I just, I don't, it just drives me nuts. There was one wedding I did and it was a beautiful formal event. Yeah. And you could tell very much it was a parent or it was a, it was an event for the parents. Okay. And the couple was a little younger and all of their friends came in like their swimsuits and then everyone else was in like tuxedos and evening gowns. And it's just, it it messes up the photos it ruins the vibe like that that was such a pet peeve of mine yeah but
0: i would have had a tough time with that
1: it, it was kind of rough yeah. yeah you know sure. so that's that's pet peeve that's
0: a good one and my last pet peeve is about guests as well okay. when they leave early or they show up late yeah um man especially the couple is having their first dance mm-hmm. and i'm watching one of their guests leaving like yeah. What? Like uh, yeah. so you came for the free food and now you're Basically.
1: leaving. Well, and Makes even even if that's not what your intent is, that's how it's perceived is like yeah. you came for the free food and you're gone. Yep. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Those were our pet peeves. Hopefully you found some things uh that you can improve on. Yeah. And if there are other pet peeves that you have. You
1: can say I'm kind of curious. I want to hear some other pet peeves.
0: I love to to hear them because there are probably some that I have not heard. So yeah. Um yeah. Thank you so much for listening.
1: We'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Top Secret Wedding Podcast.
1: Subscribe, rate, and review us, and we'll see you next time.